gang, this is the Erratically Speaking Podcast, and I'm Dom, and this is our very first program, podcast program, we'll entitle it Let's Swing Away, and why is it entitled that? Well, just wanted to mention that this is the very first podcast of Erratically Speaking Podcast, and uh, um, available also on Instagram at Erratically Speaking Podcast. All one word, and then email us. Be here for your comments. Um, if you have anything on your mind you want to share with my podcast, you can contact us at erratically speaking podcast at gmail.com. Well, we talk about anything um, that's right on the top of your head, my head, uh, beers, cigars, um, good food. Here in the 50th state, along with my favorite city, Las Vegas. Also, we'll talk about football, other sports, sports gambling, the sports books, what's happening, what's uh, the hot picks of the week. So we'll also have my, what I'll call the Erratically Speaking Podcast Pick 6. We'll release that later in our podcast program. But just to want to let you know, we are now available on Instagram. And also, you can email us once again, erratically speaking podcast, all one word at gmail.com. Well, how about tonight's uh, or the game that happened this evening, uh, Friday speaking, uh, BYU and Boise State? Boy, was that a barn burner where the final score was BYU 51, Boise State 17. The Broncos actually going down on their home turf that, you know, that fucking blue turf they have in fact it looks like it got a real intense color now i think they probably redid their turf down at albertson stadium there in idaho and it looks like it's a darker blue i mean if you had a few beers before the game pre-game you might have been like oh shit i gotta fucking adjust my tv set fucking i can't tell if it's green or blue but nope it's actually a a darker blue, and it didn't really help where the home team was even darker with those black uniforms instead of their traditional blue and orange. I guess they have a special set of uniforms they have now for special games, and I guess this was a special contest as it was on national TV, one of a couple of games that was available on Friday night. But uh, Boise State going down to BYU, and congrats, my hat's off to Kalani Sitaki. Um, keeping the BYU Cougars still undefeated. Uh, they move out to 8-0 on the, the 2020 campaign. Season that we thought back, I guess, in August, we weren't going to have a football season. But teams that stayed on course was the SEC and a bunch of the independent teams and I think a couple of small conferences. And now we're in full swing now as uh, last week, the Big Ten came on board with their uh, first week of games. Pac-12 starts tomorrow as uh, earliest game you might will probably have this season. USC and Arizona State uh, Saturday will be playing a 9 a.m. local time. Yep, in Los Angeles on the West Coast, a 9 a.m. game. Just about a half an hour earlier than most Pop Warner Pee Wee games, but holy shit, nine o'clock, and it's I guess in due in part they want to compete and get a, 
on the ball with the East Coast games and uh, be in line with them since the Pac-12 is kind. I don't think nine schedule. It's probably perfect where a lot of the other conferences are in mid mid form. They're almost getting to that uh, last uh, final game, usually around that Thanksgiving Day weekend, uh, the first of December, first week of December. Uh, ending and then after that it's pretty much a small break and then uh, bowl games starting uh, usually the second week I don't know what the current bowl schedule is because it's fucking pandemic coronavirus really killing a lot of sports high school sports in general colleges don't know if they're gonna have us have a season or not finally we got a football season it makes a lot of people um, my friends at the sports books, uh, happy because they're in business. As uh, there are games to be played on, to be won, to be lost, uh, to make your riches this time of the year before the up and coming college basketball season. It looks like they're on track, and and the NBA season. In fact, you know the NBA season uh, introduced that they were going to have uh, their opening uh, week. Uh, usually, it's usually in November, but because of the pandemic and they had the abbreviated season where the Lakers are the 2020 champions in that little bubble down in Orlando. Um, they're going to start the new season, um, rightfully, um, Christmas week. I think Christmas Day will be the first uh, set of games. And usually, you know, they have the top contenders on Christmas Day, they weren't going to miss that off for sure. Fuck that. They were not going to miss it. And I I know they were thinking about starting in January, uh, primarily probably around that President's Day weekend or, I'm sorry, uh, Martin Luther King Day weekend. Uh, you know, being a three-day weekend, that would have been rightfully... Um, with their campaign all season long when we had all those riots. Um, it was uh, hurtful crimes across the country where people started protesting, people started getting hurt. Uh, police or law enforcement was getting a black eye because of police brutality. I mean, this is where I like to come in here on the podcast. Let's get away from all that bullshit and Hey, let's talk about things um, where you can kind of vent, um, either whether it's sports or talk about a good uh, brew that you're drinking, either local brew or or bigger fans of Heineken, Coors Light, whatever it is. Well, I'm going to open Minds right now, and it is one of my actually favorites for some time now. It's the Waikiki Brewing Company's Hano Hess. It's a green can. You can saw it at the stores. I got mine today. And uh, it's a pretty good brew. You can hear that. Just pour it into my Yeti. I don't know. I've been, for some reason, I like to unraveling the whole can into my Yeti and enjoying it. I don't know if you guys like to drink things out of the straighted cans. Salute. Here it goes. Very good brew. Another can of Hanaho Hef. But anyways, as we get more into the program, I mean, how was your election day today? The candidates won. 
Well, here in Hawaii, we got a new mayor elect. Congratulations to Rich Blangiardi defeating Keith Amamiya. He'll be, I guess, handed the reins uh, early January of 2021 or sooner. And uh, I guess he'll take over the reins of uh, finishing our big problems here in Hawaii. Homelessness, for one part, and kind of bad across the places. Hopefully he can do his magic there as far as getting people the streets. Um, I, I know probably most of these guys that are on the streets um, choose to be there. Sometimes it's uh, financially, it is expensive here in Honolulu and to buy, get what the pay rate at some of the jobs across the board here in our state. Sometimes a lot of these folks have to work two, three, even four jobs. I don't know how you fit that in a 24-hour schedule, but sometimes when you work that many jobs, you, you don't have time for yourself, your family, and then um, sometimes that's not enough to even place here in Hawaii. But hopefully Rick Blangiardi and the Mary Leck, you'll be sworn in soon. Um, we'll t tackle those, uh, one of those problems. Also, the rail is to be here locally, have heard, and probably across the country of our debacle of rail. Where does it actually end? Or are we going to complete it all the way to, I think the project was supposed to go to all the way to Ala Moana Shopping Center, which is the world famous Ala Moana. Ala Moana Shopping Center um, with, uh, I guess, the biggest outdoor mall on this side of the country or in our state, to be honest. And uh, he'll tackle that. And so, man, how was that voting deal? I guess if you wanted to do uh, at the at either Honolulu Holly or the Kapolei Holly, Man, that was that a mess? I mean, if you signed up that day, I guess some guys took about anywhere between four to even six hours, even way past uh, the uh, the time for the elections. But the rule states if you're in line and uh, vote, uh, you are entitled to a vote, and they have to actually allow whoever's in that line and. I guess some of the folks were first-time candidate ballots, so you'll have to go through the, the whole process of, you know, filling out forms, uh, probably answering statements, um, and proving that the picture on the ID is you and that you are, I guess, one of our legal duties as a U.S. citizen, so I guess you got to prove yourself to be a U.S. citizen to vote, what I'm told. And that actually pushed back even our election um, reveal show, but uh, tabulations as far as counting the ballots and then putting on the news. I think I was watching that day, and a lot of you folks were too. Um, it was past the 10 o'clock news. They still have nothing to actually fill into the program as far as uh, the various races across the state because I believe everybody has to complete voting 
at the polls in order to start the process of count. And I think it was about maybe half an hour before midnight. And uh, I believe it was the the Hawaii Convention Center where they counted all the votes. Um, if you voted through, through uh, mail, I did myself as I it was just a quick turnaround. Uh, a lot of times you look at the ballots, you kind of know, unless um, you're in, not into current events or listen to news or even to the debates. Um, it was a quick turnaround. I think it came in October, and I made a fast turnaround, filled up my ballots. It was off by that uh, start of the week uh, that Monday after the ballots were out. But anyways... Hopefully your candidate won. Uh, we're still in hands in the air as who's going to be our president-elect, uh, or is uh, President Trump going to be coming back to finish his final four years? What are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, I know it's a mess now. I mean, it's Tuesday was the election. It's the weekend. It's been four days. They're still counting. President Trump has put on. Um, threats about putting lawsuits as far as not counting ballots or ballots should be invalid because um, I guess a bunch of things could happen. People um, fraud some sort of way, I guess, maybe um, casted ballots for people that are already deceased. Maybe got a ballot and they were not a U.S. citizen for some reason. And uh, a bunch of reasons, and far as uh, counties, even not counting certain ballots for some reason. I and I thought, you know, the fair thing is, since a voter, since I guess right after high school, when I got legally um, legal age to vote at 18, uh, not every vote counted. And getting to know the process, and why even. That's a popular vote, like what we do. Um, oftentimes, they um, in coverage on the mainland with the major networks. Uh, they do their accounts, uh, I guess, by surveying the public of who they voted for and kind of get a grasp of areas broken down as far as who voted for who, who for that, and uh, a bunch of the research staff to to color the map when you see it on television. But, uh, yeah, that's ongoing. That's probably going to go a few more days. It's probably even longer. It might even take all the way till the next president or the the current president if he gets reelected uh, when he gets sworn in again. Who knows? It, it is a mess. And once again, this is the erratically speaking pro uh podcast i am dom and bear with me this is pretty much a solo show hopefully we can entertain you in any way as far as sports uh food uh your favorite beverage uh hopefully it is a hawaii brewed beer i've been actually supportive of local uh, breweries across the state a lot of good ones if you are traveling here one of the few folks that um, 
tested and uh, came as a visitor here to the islands or have to do 14-day quarantine, make sure if you're a beer lover, try all the different breweries around the state. If um, if not, Honolulu has quite a few. I know in the Kaka'ako area and in um, so on the windward side, which is Neoe Kailua, if you guys aren't familiar with uh, the island of Oahu. Also, a few uh, breweries on the big island uh, was Ola Brew on the Kailua Conan. I believe there's a brewery also in Kamuela or Waimea, uh, which the locals in the big island knows. Uh, also in Hilo, there's the Hilo Brewing Company. They've got a line of beers. Uh, Maui also has known ones too, the Maui Brewing Company and also Kohola Brewery on the Lahaina side of Maui. And also if you want to check out, if you're into um, different rums, I know there's rums available throughout the island of Oahu and it's uh, something new. I guess a lot of people are brewing beer uh, spirits, and uh, I know there's a couple of wineries uh, in Maui and also on the Big Island. So, lot to be taken into um, if you like beverages here in uh, Hawaii. Um, not <clears throat> changing some subjects here. Um, hopefully, when the restrictions for travel goes down, since I guess. For Hawaii residents, when we travel to a destination coming back, we've, we're entitled to do the 14-day quarantine, which pretty much sucks, but it is what it is. Um, wanted to check the new hotel that opened uh, just before Halloween, uh, the Circa. Um, you folks probably saw pictures of people posting on, on social media or uh, in the news. Circa, the new hotel and casino on the Fremont Experience on that Main Street. As, uh, it's right across from the, the Golden Gate Hotel where the Las Vegas Club used to be. And in, right in, in the walking distance of the Cal Hotel and Casino where everybody's pretty much familiar if you're from Hawaii. And also right in walking distance of uh, Main Street. So it's right in that general area. You can't miss it. It's a pretty big hotel. It's pretty cool gigs. Probably the biggest sports book. Way bigger uh, TV screens than the Westgate and uh, a couple of other places. So it's now the premier place. See if you want to uh, put in uh, bets for football games. I know there they have uh, contests um, throughout throughout the season. Um, football contests. Most of them have an entry fee of $1,500. Out of 17 weeks, you put in your mix. Most of them make you select five, and then it's the best record throughout the 17 weeks. And prize money, pretty rewarding. Um, a lot of people play it. And the one is uh, connected with the D Hotel and casino and also the Golden Gate since uh, it's three properties are owned by Derek Stevens, well known 
in that area, in the Main Street Experience area, the Fremont Street area, as far as being the person that's revitalizing that area. Um, if you get a chance before I do, um, check out the sports book. Uh, TV screens galore, and I think it's kind of platform, kind of like a stadium. So it's tiered seating all the way to the to the very top, where I guess you can kind of see uh, from a vantage point from some of the bars. Some of the bars are just extravagant, where there's like two rows of screens on top of each other, and you can not miss a, a game, um, whether football. Basketball coming up, um, basketball that is, and uh, bowl season for college football. But yeah, that's the new digs there. Um, funny, uh, these uh, games I uh, picked up um, on that, on the, uh, sorry, the sports book, uh, in my notes there. Hawaii, New Mexico game. Um, Hawaii is a, currently a 16 point favorite uh, in the game Saturday. That's um, this. If this podcast is released, is going to be tomorrow, and uh, the over under is sixty four and a half. Um, it started on Monday when they released the lines. Hawaii was a nineteen point favorite. I guess money going the Hawaii way, so it kind of reduced a few points, minus sixteen currently. Um, it might change. Been down just before game time since that's going to be the late game, the last game of the day for the college football week. And like I said, laughable is the USC ASU game that's going to start at 9 a.m. local time, and it's um, seven o'clock here in Hawaii. But yeah, yeah, college football game, folks. Um, like I said earlier. Half an hour before a, or half an hour after most uh, Pop Warner Pee Wee games here in in the state. The, most of the lines um, that I'm here is quoted by courtesy of Vsin and the sports sports books at the South Point and also at the New Circa. And I'll release. Some of my picks tomorrow. This is just recreational. I mean, you pick or choose if you want to listen. If if um, you go with my picks and come out winners, hey, hats off to you. Congratulations. If uh, loser, then uh, you can just fade me or uh, just pick selective games. But like I said, going a brew with you folks here on the podcast. The uh, Waikiki Brewing Company's Hanahoe Brew. And then also, I'm going to light up a stogie pretty soon. Got myself one of my everyday cigars, the Padron 3000 Maduro. If you guys are cigar lovers, um, you guys probably familiar with this one. This one's uh, in the range of about, some places, 6 to about $8. Usually, that's what the going price on some of the say lower end but as far as an everyday cigar i don't think so um what your budget is but for my budget as far as cigar smoking once in a while you can kind of go into the range of 
be uh, 10 to about $15, and some go up as high as 19 to $22. In fact, fucking, I tried a cigar the other day. One of, one of the few places in Hawaii, actually on Oahu, to get a cigar um, is in the area. I believe it's called Island Cigars and Liquors. Man, I had part of the 1000 of Padron, the had a five thousand a seven thousand, and the five thousand. If we could remember, fifth about fifteen dollars, a little higher than I'd like to pay, and it's a little higher than getting it online. But just wanted to get a quick cigar and paid thirty two dollars total for two cigars. Um, I'd avoid that if I planned ahead and ordered. Online, um, there's a couple of online sites that discounts have discount prices. I mean, for them, and then also some you might want to check too, as they offer free shipping. I mean, that's big when you you put a big order. I mean, lease for patronizing them, uh, them cigar companies, uh, you know, giving it to you as little gift for patronizing their company is that or for ordering check with a couple websites check with a couple of cigar companies as far as prices are actually work for you because sometimes some cigar prices differ between two or three dollars and that could actually really save you i mean for myself I like to go on a website uh, called Best Cigar Prices. Um, if you get on, you know, just put it in Google and Google it and a wide range of cigars. My favorite is the Padron line. Uh, they've got started cigars. This the one I'm smoking here is their basic. It's the Padron 3000 Maduro. And ones that favorites... Um, Different sizes in the 1926 and the 1964. Um, between the two, or between those two and the one I have, a little more spicier, nuttier, stronger on the, if you like Maduro, that's the way to go. I like that intense flavor, a lot of flavor. Um, I don't know, for some reason, naturals are okay, um, which is that Connecticut lighter leaf color but for some reason once you go dark with the the maduro you can't get away from it and a lot of times i'm ordering the padron line in 1926 favorite sizes in the 26 and you'll see when you start smoking them you'll see which one works for you uh sometimes the of the one two the six those sizes big sizes as far as length to smoke those probably a couple of hours apps or actually average i should say and uh man those are good smokes but those if you buy them by the boxes pretty costly anywhere from i think high 200s almost 300 dollars to as high as 500 dollars for the premium stuff but the the Plus on those cigars is, uh, boy, you you get a lot of flavor to it, and they age it 
longer than their regular line. So they usually age those about between four or five years before they start bringing it into the factory to get it rolled and, and processed. That thing just stays um, in their holding area to get all the moisture extracted. And uh, when the time uh, arrives after four, four and a half, five years, and it's ready to roll, um, it's then all the moisture extracted flavors are still intact and uh, makes a very good smoke there's a couple of clubs here in Hawaii that promote the cigar industry uh, it's all more it's a little different than cigarette smoking and I add it's a lot of times the camaraderie uh, to uh, shoot the shit I should say um, shit with friends over maybe your favorite beverage or something to unwind and just cigars for some reason wherever you are in every the world it just brings you together I guess kind of a not just I'd say guys bonding I mean having a big sausage party but fucking there are females now you can um, that in, enjoy the industry and are well respected. Um, in fact, there's uh, some local uh, ladies in the islands that enjoy a very good cigar. It's not just for guys, and it's cool where you see women get involved because they'll have you'll be impressed where they like the intense flavored ones too, not just the guys. And uh, you don't want to. I make note there, oh, you're a, a fucking pussy, and um, you just smoke the flavored ones. I mean, flavored ones are okay if that's your route, but I like the true cigar flavor, and that's the reason why I picked Padron. I mean, it's well-respected around the country. Uh, Jose Orlando Padron was the, started this uh, way back when. Uh, I think he passed about maybe a few years ago. And his son is now in control. And a lot of the cars are uh, planted in just in Nicaragua. And these are actually, um, Mr. Drone is actually a, f a former uh, citizen of Cuba. Came to America, had a dream, uh, had uh, a lifestyle of bringing the Padron line as far as cigars um, time I think he had it rough at a few times I think tried uh, to put cigars back to the homeland Cuba and a lot of people were against that I think a couple of his uh, farms even I think his store in Miami Florida got burned down at one time uh, because of those actions but it is a well respected brand overcome a lot of ad adversities and uh, uh, Padron is uh, recognized all over so if you see a Padron like the dark cigars you like the intense flavors pick up one anyways a recap uh, this is the erratic erratically speaking podcast um, it's just me solo it's me the engineer it's me, the social media guy. It's me speaking here. 
So bear with me. This is episode one. Let's swing away. Um, I just wanted to swing the fences on this one. And just wanted to, you guys, we are available on Instagram at Eradicate Speaking Podcast, all one word. And then you can email us comments. I'd love to hear from you guys. Or uh, if you want to come on the show as a guest host, be welcome to arrange something. You can email me at erratically speaking podcast at gmail.com. Like I was talking, top of the podcast, BYU beating Boise State 51 17. If you pick that as one of your parlay picks of the two teams today, congratulations if you won both of them. And uh, just wanted to share my Sunday picks. I'll just try to get them out. And if I can push out this podcast before. Sunday's games, you can see my record, and um, if you go with me, um, congratulations, but this is more more recreational for fun, and we'll just keep records. Um, my six games, here we go with the NFL week uh, number nine. Um, we started this podcast late in November. I'm part of another podcast, but on a hiatus, I mean, it's not done there, but Going solo, starting this one. Uh, we'll continue the picks. On the Seattle-Buffalo game on Sunday. Seattle right now a three-point favorite. And they are the away favorite visiting Buffalo. I see Seattle all later points. Take the minus three, which is the, the latest lines from Eason and the South Point and Circa. Hotels and casinos. Uh, game number two I like was between Detroit and Minnesota. And uh, right now, Minnesota is the home favorite at playing four, minus four. And that game, I like Minnesota, the minus four. Um, just probably heard uh, Matthew Stafford attracted COVID or is on that COVID list. And uh, we'll have to take a couple of tests before Sunday's game to be entitled to play. I mean, if it proves negative, where a lot of these guys have been having false uh, negatives or false positives, positives, whatever it is. Um, yeah, Matthew Stafford contracting COVID. And right now, technically, he's out. And I see Minnesota after last week and a big win against Green Bay. Uh, Starting to turn it up in that C North. And I see them minus four uh, laying the points as the home team. And I said lay the points on Seattle minus three. They are on the road. But uh, looking at how they are against the spread uh, currently, they've been actually pretty successful. And looks like they'll probably have a stranglehold on that on that NFC West. They destroyed the 49ers in the Thursday night contest. Minus Jimmy G. Minus Greg Kittle. But you know. The season must go on. And it looks like. The Niners was just putting a crack team. Staff team together. And tried to stop the bleeding. Which they couldn't. I mean Nick Mullins afterwards. Later in the contest. In the fourth quarter. Was way too late to get things going. To catch up. Uh, probably disappointed. Just some of these sports betters where. Having a heart attack about hey it looks good at the under and 
shit. They get the over and screws you as uh, on the over-unders. But anyways, continuing on. Another uh, game I like of the six that I'm going to choose. Game number three. I like the Raiders. The Vegas Raiders. Uh, taking on the Chargers. Uh, right now it's a pick em on the sports books in Las Vegas and as the visiting team um, we, we've seen the Chargers uh, blow leads throughout this season and I don't know if their head coach is going to be there going to survive week 17 the way they've been uh, successful half part of the game where they've really had a lead uh, as much as 17 or even 20 points and Blow a lead. Holy shit. I mean, a lot of my friends who are Charger fans, like, shaking their head, like, saying, man, we got this lead and can't even hold on to the lead. So, I mean, Aunt, I don't know if Anthony Lillian, the head coach, might be there in this season. I've heard on another uh, sports program um, that I follow, uh, I guess one of her wishes was maybe uh, Bill Belichick. Uh, switches coast goes to the AFC West with the Chargers if there is a job opening I mean where you know he's done his job in New England I mean the folks in New England will thank him forever for all those championships who partnered with Tom Brady and the rest of what they had a perfect dynasty and I'm sure they would let him go and enjoy the rest of his career I'm sure Belichick is almost he doesn't look like he's retired the way he coaches because of how he handles his teams as far as running a tight ship, having a, a hold on the uh, salary cap and pick and choose which guys can be used and uh, into their system. And uh, that probably might be a, a good fit. In fact, probably one of the better fits for that kind of team. They're, they're not that bad i mean they just no, gotta finish um in most games where they've blown leads and just blow the contest but going back to what i was talking about in that contest like the raiders in that pick em. uh the next game i like is another pick em game i think started uh the baltimore as the favorite uh earlier in the week dropped down to a pick em and I like Baltimore in that one. Um, I have to see Baltimore. They're losing to the Steelers. Try to recover what they can with with um, their quarterback Lamar Smith. The ones that pick them. And uh, our next contest, uh, my fifth game that I like between Miami and Arizona. Uh, the battle between Tua and Kyler Murray. Um, I mean, I wish Tua all the best, but I think they're probably few position players on the offensive side, uh, which they're lacking. Um, they'll probably have to improve either by free agency in the offseason or next NFL draft. Uh, right now I see Arizona, the home favorite at four and a half, four and a hook. I see them uh, winning that contest and coming that four and a half uh, point per lane. And then a six overall pick, 
Uh, taking the Orleans-Tampa game. Tampa is a four-point favorite. Uh, being in outdoors and not in a dome stadium in favor of Drew Brees. I think that's another quarterback matchup. Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Maybe an NFC championship matchup if they were separated, but they're in the same division. It might just be a wild card game that they, they if the team make the playoffs. Um, right now, the records are in favor as far as going in the direction, but this contest, I see Tampa and Brady. Uh, the minus four, getting a victory there. So there you have it, my six picks in week nine, Seattle. Minus the three, my Minnesota minus the four, the Pick'em with Baltimore and Vegas, Arizona with the minus four and a half, and Tampa with the minus four. This is the Erratically Speaking Podcast, and I'm Dom, called Living Away. That's This is my very first episode, and uh, welcome to the program. Hope you can be entertaining in the weeks to come. I'll try to... Well, right now, in the goals of dropping a podcast a week, I'm looking probably doing one of these maybe on a Thursday where we kind of review the Thursday games. Um, it's coming to that part of the season. I know next week, um, in the upcoming weeks, the MAC Conference, they've got Tuesday, Wednesday games. I mean, if you're a football enthusiast, like watching games, like to put wagers on them, even if you don't want to pay wagers, um, we're not talking about big wagers. You could even just bet with a good friend of yours or even your spouse, a dollar or buy a Coke or a Red Bull or buy the next round of beers, that kind of wagering. I mean, all it makes fun watching a contest, especially having a beer, having a cigar, having good food, good friends together. Hey, whatever floats your boat, that's what we're here for here at Erratically Speaking Podcast. Once again, I'm Dom, and uh, hey, check us up on Instagram at erratically If you're trying to drop us at, I'm sorry, erraticallyspeakingpodcast at gmail.com. Want to email us and then Erratically Speaking Podcasts um, on Instagram. That'll be a wrap for us. Um, hopefully, we'll get another episode shortly before trying to put one out either in time for Monday night. We'll do a recap and start the week with games, and we'll also touch on other subjects for beers. What happened in happenings in Hawaii as far as this coronavirus, this pandemic that's been ravaged a lot of lives here, a lot of businesses, government, city and state, maybe, maybe not made the right decisions. Uh, if there is a, a um, cure to this pandemic, but it looks like we've hit another high where even on the tiers of how we're going to operate, it's probably go back to tier number one where a lot of places are going to have to shut down again and we're going to have to probably hunker down and stay home and then entertain ourselves. But if uh can, uh, let us know what you want to hear or what's on your mind here. You can, once again, email us. This is Erratically Speaking Podcast. Have a great night.